guys, welcome back to the Hitting Rock Middle podcast. I'm your host, Sally Holder. I am so excited to share these next two women with you. They are the owners and founders of Allura. They are in HR. And believe it or not, that was my life for a good 10 years when I was practicing labor and employment law. So I have a real love for what they do and the incredible ways that they can serve entrepreneurs. They are going to share all of it with us, get you really excited about the solutions that you can experience with their services and really probably make you think twice about whether or not your business is big enough to use a company like theirs. They have been instrumental in the growth of the brim. I couldn't do what I do without them. They have helped me find the perfect candidates for operations and sales and even my assistant. So welcome to Ashley and Kat. I am so excited you ladies are here. Thank you so much, Sally. We're so glad to be here. So to kick off, I always love for people to just give us a little background on who you guys are and your company and exactly what you do. Yes, thank you. So um, we started Alora four years ago and we are um, we met at uh, an old our old company and we like to say we fell in love over um, the for process and procedures and this operational um, uh, this operations that we always talk about for small businesses. And I say that because not everybody um, really enjoys that. And so we really, that's what we're passionate about and helping others. And that's another part of this. So we worked together. We've known each other for a really long time. We went um, through a transition together um, at our old organization. And really at that point, we realized, wow, there's so many other businesses out there that could use our help in an outsourced capacity. Because when we went through this transition, we thought, oh, we could really use this. Oh, we could really use this. We could really use someone to help us here. We could use someone to help us here. So we really fell in love over this process and procedures and um, wanting you know, um, to keep things in flow and for communication, Kat and I talk so much about communication and expectations and accountability that that is really where I would say, I think now looking back that we fell in love was really over this communication piece. Cause that is just such a huge component. And I would say, even as we work with organizations now today, that is a big opportunity that organizations have is to constantly be working on their communications. So Kat and I, again, fell in love over this. We've known each other for a long time. So we went out and started Alora, And here we are four years later, almost four and a half years, which is exciting Mm -hmm. Um, and hard to believe all at the same time. So what we do is we specialize in outsourcing your people, your process, and any planning needs. We call that the three P's. And so um, just a quick overview, people, that is exactly what it is, actually comes in and outsource any HR needs that you might have, whether that is recruiting, um, proper sourcing, qualifying, employee handbooks, or just simple HR consulting. You need uh, to bounce off some ideas with somebody, Ashley is your person. 
Um, and then moving to the process. So like Ashley said, we were the weird people within the organization that loved systems and processes. And we loved a step-by-step manual. And so that's what we do for our clients. Um, many come to us and say, hey, my staff isn't doing X, Y, and Z. I put my head on the pillow at night and I question, did I do everything? Or what did I not do that I needed to do? I mean, the list continues. That comes down to, are you setting clear expectations to your staff? You know, do they know what they should be doing on a day-to-day basis? And we can capture all of that in a written manual to help you then go hire for your next new position and then know what they're going to do. It also is a tremendous asset when you're going to sell your company or your company's being acquired by another one, you know, saying, here's step-by-step how we do what we do. It's all written out. Here you go. So then the last P would be planning. And that is any um, any way that you are going to grow and scale your business, whether that's through social media management, outsource marketing, uh, marketing strategy, corporate event planning, and then even office relocations. Um, you know, that always, there's never typically an office relocator within a company, um, but there's so much that goes into that, whether that is, Pest control, proper internet, proper phone, um, hardware, or who's going to pack up our existing office, you know? So there's a lot of planning that goes into that, um, that often gets thrown on someone else in the office and they can't do their, you know, day-to-day job. So in a nutshell, people, process, planning needs, we outsource those um, and can consult with you to make sure that you are moving in the right forward direction. I love that. All really essential things for the business owners that I know are listening to this podcast because most of you guys listening are wanting to grow. And one of the ways that you certainly can is by outsourcing some of the work that you're currently doing as the owner and CEO. I know it's hard for you to hear that, but You cannot do everything in your business if you want to grow your business. So talk to me, guys. First, I would love to talk through some of the mistakes that you see um, maybe some of these business owners making um, and then where you can step in to help them um, get the right people on their team, outsource some of those solutions. Because I think a lot of it is you know, perceived difficulty, right? That's an obstacle. They they think it's going to be really hard to delegate some of what they do to someone else. And then the other thing is that, um, you know, they're, they're really nervous about having a bunch of new staff on their team. And what I love about what you guys do is that you make either that process of adding people really simple or that you give them innovative solutions that don't necessarily involve them having to have a bunch of new people on their team. So, um, but talk to me about um, first kind of the, the problems you see that they're experiencing. One of the biggest things that we see is that people think that owners, business owners think that they can do it all. Um, And it's just too much. And what happens is they end up um, losing faith, focus on why they started their organization. And they're worried about, are my books, are my books ready? Are my, um, am I hiring anyone correctly? Right. Um, And so 
What does your marketing look like? All of these things um, really fall into that opportunity for owners to really think about their organization and a bigger level. And I do think that it is hard for them to let things go. Um, but that is one thing that Kat and I do. Anytime that something comes up, we say, can we outsource that to somebody? Like it's a first question that we ask. Interesting. I do not think that that's the first question that most of our listeners are asking. They're just saying, how can I get it done? Um, instead of how can I outsource it? So what would be the first step for somebody listening? Um, what would be the first thing that they would do if they were saying, okay, it is too much. I'm trying to do the marketing, the social media, all the things that we know that you're trying to do as a CEO. What's the first step that they can take Um to try to figure out what to outsource. So I would say number one, call us. I'm just kidding. Um, but really, you need to sit down and I always encourage um, our clients to take a week, write down everything that you're doing. And I know it's going to be challenging, but thanks to our smart devices now, we can you know talk into our phones and say, okay, it's eight o'clock. I'm spending... You know, from eight o'clock to two o'clock on emails. If you see yourself and it's one p.m. and you're still on emails, you got to notate that. And then after that week of note of looking at your time and where you're spending, what can you outsource? You know, if you are spending twenty hours a week on just email management, you're going to call Ashley and help you find an assistant or someone that can help manage your time. Your, uh, you know, your in front of your computer time. If you are spending 20 hours a week on simply posting social media tiles, you can outsource that. You know, um, I would just take a snapshot of your week and what you're doing and figure out, okay, what am I really good at? What fills my bucket? That's what we say a lot of times. What brings you joy? Um, and where are you really good at? Um, that's really where you should be spending your time and your energy. Everything else, there's someone out there that that's what fills their bucket up. Let them do that. You remain focused on the vision of your business and how to move forward and let the others kind of do the day-to-day and show that. Yeah. I mean, that falls in line so much with with what I tell my clients, which is if you're not doing the job of the CEO, then no one is. And that very clearly is a role. It is a position and the advancement of the company is dependent upon you. So you can't afford not to do that. Um, And so how can someone know that they are ready to then outsource? Is it just looking at those tasks and saying, because oftentimes what I will have uh, owners tell me is, okay, I can see that I'm overwhelmed. I know that, but I don't know if I can afford it or I don't know if I can, you know, if now is the time, now is the tipping point. Are there any kind of tips that you kind of, or questions that you take people through to identify if now is the time? I would say it's, it, it's always the right time. Because because what's going to happen is you're going to spend time doing the things that you should not be spending your time on. And it will allow you to do more things that you are good at that are revenue generating. And so, you know, one of the biggest things, one big piece that we talk a lot about, um, accounting, people are still doing themselves, right? We don't 
do that. But my point is we're always looking for not just us, but really to promote the concept of outsourcing and for people to understand that there is there are so many um, ways that others can help you in your business, even if it's a project. It doesn't have to be monthly consulting, right? It can be a project. Um, and if you don't know, call us. We'll help you find out who the best person is for you and brainstorm with you if it's not us. Um, I think that's another big piece of that puzzle is we are we promote other companies as well. And I think too, um, going back to our experience at Alora and all of our clients, you're not you're never going to feel like okay, I'm ready to go. Like let's add a team member. You know, you're always going to be anxious and nervous, and is this the right move? And for many of our clients they've been doing these tasks day to day for years and years and they haven't taken that leap of faith to add on um, team members so if you if you have the feeling just go for it and it all will work out you will likely have more time to go out and find more clients you will have more time to spend looking at the bigger vision of the company and things will grow and your business will scale from there you can't afford not to yeah, I heard someone say last week, um, make the decision and then make it right. And mm-hmm. rather than sitting and waiting to make the right decision. So make the decision and then make it right. And you will because of the freed up time that you're going to be able to use for those revenue generating activities, just like you said. Um, so if you could... Give us a definition of what outsourcing really means to you guys, because just as an entrepreneur, I don't know why I find that term somewhat intimidating and overwhelming. It feels like to me, and maybe it's just me, not to our listeners, but to me, it is very corporate. It's like, oh, I'm outsourcing that. Um, like there's a formality to it. And so therefore it leaves me interpreting, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I'm not ready to take on that. Um, and so I think let's simplify it and really break down what outsourcing is just for, for my little pea brain and maybe our listeners too. So, I, you know, I think outsourcing is a business solutionary. And that's one of our taglines is we solve business problems. You know, you have a problem, we can come in and offer a solution. And so outsourcing serves as that solution to many of our operational day-to-day inefficiencies. And it typically comes down back to actually mentioning before to a lack of um, communications, a lack of setting expectations, and a lack of accountability. So, you know, by bringing in an outsourced professional, they can help you with all of those three things. You know, are they, are you communicating with yourself, with your team, with your vendors, to your consumers? Are you setting those expectations of here's what we expect for you from an employee? Here's what we expect from you from a consumer. And here's what you should expect from us. You know, it works both ways. And then holding that accountability piece. Um, And it, Outsourcing does not have to be scary. You know, we talk with some of our clients every single day and we are, you know, often at times they are one of their valued business advisors, you know, being an entrepreneur, Sally, you know this and you probably talk about this all the time. I'm sure you do. It can often be very lonely. And even sometimes just having someone on the other line, you can call and say, hey, let me tell you about my day. 
makes your day 10 times better. So, um, you know, don't look at it as outsourcing is so corporate and it's scary. We are simply here to help you be a solution to your everyday operational problems. And um, at the end of the day, make you feel comforted and help with the communication, setting expectations and holding people accountable. I love that. Um, It sounds now the way that you put that, like you really become your client's partner and that despite you owning your own business, that you really become like a trusted member of each and every business that you work with. And that is very comforting, I think, to to most owners who who are right lonely. And, you know, we can't complain down. Right. You can't go down the chain. You have to go up in order to, you know, uh, profess your um, some sometimes disdain um, and frustrations. And so it sounds like you really give the owners that outlet as well, which is incredibly valuable. I don't think that that can be undersold from, you know, a CEO's perspective that of how much value that really brings for them. And challenge. One of the biggest things that Pat and I do with our clients is challenge them to an extent. If they're bringing something to us, um, we challenge them. Um, We may not agree, but at the same time, we're bringing other things to the table that they may not have thought about. And typically they haven't. And I think that is also uh, extremely valuable to the business owners. um, When you're right, they can't, they're not, can't go down, right? It's okay. What are some ideas and how can I toss these around with someone about whatever that people process planning? And Sally, just to give you um, an example, you know, one of the areas that we partner with our clients is this corporate event piece. And, you know, going back to your, I think your first question you asked us, this is kind of playing off of that, but for our corporate nonprofit clients, when they are at a fundraising event, those executive directors are there to go mingle and mix and build the rapport and relationships with their top donors. They are not there to worry about is the catering being served, is the bartender doing what they're supposed to, is the MC ready to go, live auction ready. That is not what they need to be putting their time and energy towards. So I'm like, that is why you hire a corporate event planner is so that they can worry about that. They can worry about the auction items, setting up everything, processing the sponsor forms, all of the above. The executive director can go be the relationship person, mix and mingle and help build, um, again, focusing on the vision um, first in the day-to-day and really at that point, minute by minute of of an event. Are you running your business like a marathon at sprint speed but never getting anywhere? Take back control of your business with the BRIMS Revenue Accelerator Program and let expert business coach Sally Holder run alongside you each step of the way. Our new program provides you the tools, strategies, and support you need to increase your revenue and create impactful growth. To get started earning more in considerably less time, follow us on Instagram at The Brim. That's T-H-E underscore B-R-I-M-M. And direct message us revenue to find out if this is the right fit for you and your business. Hey, listeners. 
We are excited to announce the third annual BRIM Retreat is happening April 25th through the 27th in Greenville, South Carolina. If you haven't heard, the BRIM Retreat is a three-day event led by Sally Holder for entrepreneurs from across the country who are looking to connect, learn, and grow their business. The retreat is full of opportunities to work and learn alongside industry experts and special guest speakers like Jesse Randall, founder of Loeffler Randall, and Carmion Hamilton, winner of HGTV's Design Star, Next Gen. It's truly an inspiring lineup with more being added daily. To get your spot, visit us at growwiththebrim.com to sign up today. Only a few tickets left, so don't miss out. I love that you guys do that. So will you do that? Now I'm thinking about our company, obviously. Will you do that in, say, a small group setting as well? If, let's say, one of our listeners wanted to plan you know, a small team retreat and they wanted you guys to plan that so that they can get away, maybe do some yearly or, you know, quarterly, um, either training or just planning. Um, would that be something that you guys could plan and facilitate even? Absolutely. And two, I I think from a a planning, you know, looking at the planning needs, especially an event, it could be an event for just two business partners. Hey, we don't want to think and we don't because that's something that we have learned in the past four and a half years. We don't always celebrate our wins, even though we should. So a year will pass and we'll be like, oh my gosh, we've reached our goals. Like, this is great. We feel so good. You know, but then we're back in, we're back in the grind. We don't ever just go out and have dinner and have a glass of wine and cheers. So by bringing someone in, we can say, hey, plan this event for us. We're going to take the team to dinner. We are going to have a half-day conference and put together the agenda. Maybe we do swag bags for the team. You know, make it personalized, but we don't always have the time or the energy to think about that. So we can absolutely help with that. Oh, I love that. Yes. Celebrate the wins and reward the people that helped you get there. Um, But you're right. There's so much on your plate. So it really becomes a difficult thing. And often the last thing that we're thinking about. um, So I, I just love that you guys incorporate that as well, because it really is part of HR. And I've never thought about it from that perspective, but that's part of taking care of the team, right? Um, now let me also, um, shift a little bit to, if we can, I love, and one thing that, you know, I'm passionate about is outsourcing the hiring process. I have done that with you guys several times myself. I think it is extraordinary. I think that one of the reasons why many entrepreneurs are not expanding and scaling is because they don't know where they would find their first or, you know, fifth employees. So can you talk us through a little bit of that? And then don't worry, Kat, I want to get to these processes because they are invaluable too. Um, But Ashley, if you will tell us about outsourcing hiring, because thank God you do it. Well, I enjoy it. So that's one part, right? I think that's number one. Most people don't enjoy that. Um, I, and, and it's not enjoyable for a lot of entrepreneurs because it's scary, right? You're, it's scary because you don't do it very often, typically, right? You're doing it. If you're a growing company, you know, maybe a few a year, you're not doing it daily, right? It's not, it's not habitual. Um, and so it's something that, is challenging for business owners because they also 
depending on the type of business owner you are, some are, um, you know, their fear, right? Um, their decision-making is poor. Um, they, I have one client who said, I just like everyone. <laughs> I was like, I actually have never heard that, but okay. Okay. Good for her. I would not say that about me. <laughs> Um, and then we have others who are very specific and they, you know, say I'm very challenging to work for. I'm like, well, that's good to know. Then I need you to tell me, um, what makes it hard to work with you and what are you looking for? And so our process is, is very, I try to make it as simple as possible because it, it doesn't need to be complicated. And I think that's tendency to what we do if we don't know how to do something is we overcomplicate it. And it just doesn't need to be that way. So we help with the job description. We hone in on what are the needs, even if it's new, a new position and you're hiring for a new position, that's okay. Let's talk about it because you may have your first interview and say, mm, I need to tweak some things. I've realized some things about myself during this conversation that I may need to tweak. And that's okay. We're, we don't need to be married to anything. Um, so, you know, we help them, um, either with the interview or, um, or we can, you can do it solo. It's really a, it's a choice that the, our clients make. Um, and then we don't make the decision, but we will assist in the decision. Um, and Sally, you know that I try to not put my opinions in too much. I will say, well, you know, about this, or they may be, X and you may be looking for Y. Is that something that you can handle? Um, and so then we can also help with the onboarding paperwork, offer letter, things like that. We also use um, a behavioral index, a behavioral assessment, um, and that helps a lot as well. Setting job targets and and what you're really looking for uh, in a in a candidate, and then matching those uh, behaviors what you're really looking for. And that's just a tool. Resumes, my conversations with people. Sally, I've told you about some excruciating conversations I have with people. But that's the goal is that I'm having them and not you. Um, I want you to have the ones that I believe are some good options, right? And, um, you know, we're not, it's not all going to be perfect, but it's going to be better than you having to sift through hundreds of resumes and having initial calls and being stood up because um, a lot of people are and um, actually, you know, cutting through some of the crap, you know, to be honest, and just getting straight down to business with the candidates that are actually qualified. And so I will pray actually, actually every day. I'm like, you do such an amazing job and she really does. And I think, you know, because of her experience and her um, ability to see both the business owner side, but also to the employee side, gives her one up, you know, when we're working with our clients. Um, she knows the questions to ask. She knows the red flags to look for, you know, and things come up and it's always like, you know, well, we, we, we do what we're supposed to do, you know? So it's, she does a great job. I couldn't agree more. I mean, to me, it was so intimidating and overwhelming to think about, we were making the switch to look for people that were local to us. And, and that was a big shift for us as a company. Um, you know, and, and your mind can talk you out of, of trying, of even getting started um, mm-hmm. with that process because it does feel overwhelming, unfamiliar, it's uncertain, 
all the things that your brain needs to tell you it's a bad idea. Um, and I love that you make the process very simple and that you're there to partner with the owner every step of the way. Um, I will tell our listeners, it is an investment. And the reason why I am telling you that is because I want you guys to know that there is a massive ROI on that investment and that the amount of time that is associated with going through those resumes and the bad interviews and the energy that would be sucked away from you for weeks on end, only to end up probably with a bad candidate because you just gave up on the process is absolutely worth the investment that you are going to make. I've done it now multiple times and I could not be happier that I'm doing that for myself and for the, for the gift of what the business deserves ultimately, Mm -hmm. because having to lose someone who wasn't a good fit and replace them is extraordinarily expensive. Um, Mm -hmm. Which is what has always resulted in me doing this on my own. And to the experience on the candidate side, um, I have um, uh, acquaintance that actually was in the process with Ashley that ended up getting the position. He made the statement and has made it to many people. It's a really nice, you know, process and experience from the candidate's perspective too. You know. Everything is communicated. Everything is in a process. It's all clear. It's um, so we've had a lot of great feedback too from the candidate. And what better first impression for your company when they're like, "Wow, they are really on it. They ask the right questions. They ask for the right paperwork." And you know, that's always an advantage. Man, that is so true. What a great perspective. I never thought about it that way, and it, it's probably going to help you attract a higher caliber candidate just because of that as well. We had another candidate who was hired by one of our clients say that she applied because they were taking the recruiting process seriously by hiring someone, by hiring, you know, another organization to help them with the hiring process. And then I thought, wow, that's fascinating. I love that feedback. It's fascinating. I love that too. And in the land of the great resignation, right, we have to fight for talent. And, you know, if you're going to get the right talent, then the best thing you can do is, is use a process like this, um, rather than what I was previously doing, which was about mm, 10 minutes of an email and just whatever came is what came. (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) Ashley has slightly formalized my process. Um, (laughs) Well, and that's one thing too, you know, we, to talk about process too, we have a process, right? That is a, we have um, a way that we do things um, with a caveat to say that we do pivot when needed. Um, You know, prior to COVID, we did things one way and we shifted um, after. And so I think that's important to know, like, you know, things are going to change and to be um, fluid. And we are in I'll call it the trenches with applicants um, daily. And so we see what's going on more so than an organization who's doing it once a year. That's so true. Yeah. I don't live in the land of hiring at all. Um, And that's invaluable information. Um, 
I think also in the way that you helped guide me and hone in on what it was that I really needed um, from the individual and, um, you know, what success would look like for them, all things that I hadn't necessarily considered. So um, that was, it's all been a really amazing experience. Okay, Kat, turning to you for a second, now that you've hired someone and you are getting that operation support in whatever way, um, then what are some of the key processes that you find that entrepreneurs need that really right now they probably don't have in their arsenal? So um, really it's, from A to Z, you know, how mm-hmm. are your, if you are a retail business, how are your customers greeted when they walk in? Are they greeted with a hello? Are they greeted with champagne? You know, what experience do you want to create for them? Um, all the way to, if you are, let's say a, um, a, a design, you know, studio, what type of branded material do you expect that your um, your staff sends out to clients? You know, is that a quick email? Is that a branded PDF that gets sent to them? Um, how are you storing secure files? Um, what are your email templates? What's from a marketing standpoint? Are you telling your clients happy birthday, happy work anniversary? I mean, the list continues on all of these systems and processes and really workflows um, on how to process a client, how to offboard a client. I mean, we go into the weeds depending on what our clients need. Um, I'll give you an example. We are working with a pest control company and we are working on a, a marketing or a manual for them. And it includes everything from safety procedures because they're working with a lot of chemicals to um, proper ways to load up the trucks each morning to ensure they have all of the termites, bonds, all of the pesticides, all of the um, pest uh, containers. I mean, the list, I've learned so much about pest control (laughs) and it really is fascinating. Um, And so we build out this manual so that when someone truly walks in and has just been hired, we give them this um, manual and they, they know what to expect and they know what to do. So if they are having an off day and it's a Monday, man, my Monday Monday brain is, is just not working. Let me quickly pull up the manual and make sure I look at the checklist of what I need before I take off for the day. You know, rather than calling the boss and saying, I don't remember, you have another way you can look it up. Um, but that manual goes really in depth. We also cover the marketing piece for them. We cover their back office operations how to invoice, how to schedule. Um, So it really can go in depth for a client um, depending on their needs. Wow, that is incredible. I mean, so much to unpack there and I wish we had all of the time in the world. But what I love about it is, and I think that this is why we are such a good marriage and why you know, we work together so closely and so many of the Brim clients work with you guys is that, During our revenue accelerator calls, we're talking so much about scaling and moving their business to the next level. And a lot of that is the formalization of exactly how they do what they do. And we help them get the idea that this needs to be part of their agenda, but we're not going to walk you through the execution of it. And I love that we then can pass them along to you guys for the execution. Um, So we will talk through why it's so valuable to have an onboarding and offboarding process 
for um, their clients and for employees. Um, we'll talk about so much of the fact that, um, you know, our, it, we're talking about sales, certainly, and we'll talk about a sales process, but I love that they can then turn to you guys and say, okay, let's make sure that we get this into a document. Um now that we've, you know, figure out potentially what our process is, you guys can help make that come to life um, in a real written format, which is so valuable. And I always joke around and I say, look, client, you know, if you're using the manual that we're putting together today in 2052, we have a problem because your business isn't growing and scaling. This that we put together today, there's a reason we give it to you in a PDF and a Word document because you have to continually change it. And like Ashley said, pivot. You know, um, when the world March what was that 2020? March mm-hmm. when everyone just kind of went pause. Um, I hope that everyone went back and updated their manuals to ensure that they added in this piece of how to work remote. How does the team, you know, communicate when we're not all in the same office? Um, so there is a reason we give a Word document because it should be changing based on, you know, where you are and scaling your business. So true. I love Brene Brown's quote that clear is kind, unclear is unkind. And that is exactly what you guys are helping the the owners and the entrepreneurs do is gain clarity themselves about who they need on their team and then gain um, clarity around how they're going to get there with these processes um, and communicate those in a clear, effective way. And just like you said at the beginning, you know, communication is at the root of so much of a strong relationship between you and your employees. And unfortunately, sometimes that means being clear about your expectations. And unfortunately, sometimes it means that those expectations aren't met. So, um, I, I can see the incredible value that you guys give to your clients. I am so excited and, and um, you know, about our growth as a company, knowing that you guys are going to be our partner for a long time um, because it makes it feel so much more doable. So thank you for that. Um, and I hope that some of our listeners today will be reaching out to you to ask for more of the support in the execution of their people and processes and planning, be on the lookout for my email for our team retreat planning, because now that is on my radar and needs to happen. Um, So I can't wait for that. But uh, any kind of parting words that you want to leave our uh, listeners with, Um, you know, maybe a tip from each of you guys? Yeah, you know, I think we always tell everyone, if you are open to a conversation, we'd love to chat with you. Even if we're just putting a face with a name, or we want to learn more about you and your business. And even if it's not the right timing to partner and outsource with us today, we are always here. We'd love to help you. Um, so, and I think my, my tip, oh, let me come back to my tip. Okay, well, I can talk about my tip. My tip would be, it's just never too soon. Um, even just to have a conversation. The goal is to have the conversation so you know who to call when you're ready, even if you're not ready right now. 
So true. I, I, I love the idea of always gathering information because then you can make an educated decision versus an assumption. And we always know where assumptions take us. So Kat, what's yours? First impressions are everything. You know, you have one chance to capture someone's, um, you know, first impression of you and your business. Um, and so make sure, again, I loved your uh, quote, you know, clear, consistent, concise messaging, you know, whether that's to your recruits or your um, staff, your team, your consumer, whatever that is, make sure you do it while you want to. Awesome. Well, thank you ladies so much uh, for joining us and most importantly for your continued support of the Brim. I'm thrilled to have you guys as one of our amazing sponsors of our upcoming retreat in April. And so it's going to be an amazing experience because you guys are going to share more wisdom on the stage with our clients. And I can't wait for that. So thank you for sharing your wisdom with us today with all of our listeners. Appreciate you guys. Thank you so much, Sally. We appreciate you. Thank you, Sally. You are a wealth of knowledge and um, I know you are an asset to so many entrepreneurs out there. And so kudos to you and all that you do. Oh, well, thank you guys. It is an honor. It's, it's what we're all meant to do, right? And we're living in our zone of genius and that's what it's all about. So, um, Thank you guys for joining us for this episode of the Hitting Rock Metal podcast. Again, I'm your host, Sally Holder. Hope to see you again for our next session. In the end, I hope this helped make your business just a little bit better. 